0: No Picks After Dark podcast is sponsored by the Charm City Craft Mafia, Baltimore's best local craft fair, presenting Holiday Heap Craft Show back in person on the first Saturday of December, featuring handmade stationery, apparel, jewelry, ceramics, wall art, body care, small batch food gifts, and more, crafted by makers in the Baltimore and the region. Holiday Heat will be on December 4th, 2021, from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. at 2640 St. Paul Street, Baltimore, Maryland, 21218. You will see us there, No Picks After Dark, doing live interviews as well from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. For more information, please go to charmcitycraftmafia.com and on Instagram and Facebook at charmcitycraftmafia.
1: Welcome to the No Picks After Dark podcast. I'm your host, Aaron Dante. Folks, we have another amazing show for you. You know, we always bring in that heat. And uh, this time, you know, I was surfing the net. And I said, you know, I'm looking for a nutritionist. I'm trying to get my health a little bit better. I, you know, I'm trying to get fit. You know, I got the COVID-20 on me right now. I'm struggling. I used to be sexy, slim, and trim. But you know what? I've learned beauty is an obvious. So I like where I, where I am right now. But I found this woman who was kicking ass, Taking names and just doing some amazing things out here. So I said, let me reach out. And I, you know, shot my workout shot and she was like, hey, let's do it. So without further ado, Miss Jamie Rice Rice Rice. See, I knew I was gonna mess it up when I was thinking You about
2: put it. too much pressure on yourself. I did. <laughs>
1: I did. So how are you?
2: I am great. How are you?
1: We, living, we live living, we're surviving <laughs> and thriving
2: That's right That's all we
1: can do right now So, thank you for coming on the show
2: Thank you for having me
1: And you are a nutritionist, correct? Yes Alright, let's get a little background about you Let's talk about, why are you a nutritionist? Let's talk about that, let's okay. talk
2: about that. So, I started off as a personal trainer Do you want to give, me, give like the whole background Or just how hey, we, did I get into hey, nutrition at this point? We, this is
1: your show, all we're right. here
2: so, I actually started in the fitness industry right after college. I studied exercise science in college and became a personal trainer and did a lot of stuff in fitness. So, personal training, strength and conditioning, coach with some high school teams, college teams, um, got into CrossFit, which I know you love.
1: <laughs> oh, we're going to get into that. We're going to get into that for sure.
2: And, uh Basically I was in fitness for a while and it got to the point where I felt like I could only help my clients so much because when you're training someone, you're with them maybe one to three hours out of a week, uh, which is nothing compared to however many total hours are in a week. So I did, um, a figure show, so kind of like bodybuilding, but on a lesser level, um, and in that time I saw all the transformation and change that my body went through just from making some very small tweaks to my diet and was pretty amazed at that and was like, well, maybe if I can help people with their diet, I can actually help them more and like make more changes and be more healthy because just working out doesn't necessarily make you healthy. If you're going home and, you know, eating fast food and drinking, beer every night or whatever it might be. So I decided to go back to school. I got my master's in the title is nutrition and integrative health because I went to a school. It's actually local in Maryland. It's the Maryland university of integrative health. So they focus on a lot more than just nutrition. So looking at the whole body as a, as a whole.
1: Nice, nice folks. Uh, again, she dropped some jewels and gems already. So I always like, I like, thank you for giving us that little background, because you know everybody wants to, it's the street cred. You got to figure out what's <laughs> going on in the background. Are you originally from Maryland? I am. Where, where are you from in Maryland? Ellicott City. Okay. Were you in the flood zone when, are you in that area?
2: Not, very close, but not, like, it was really just that one Main Street, um, but my, my parents still live in Ellicott City, and we're, I don't know, five minutes from there, so it was definitely a hangout spot to go to Old Ellicott City back in the day.
1: So, for all my listeners out there, we always talk about Maryland. Maryland's big in high schools. What high schools did you go to? Because everybody's about high schools in Maryland.
2: Well, so if I did public school, I would've gone to Hebron, so that would be, that's like the neighborhood I grew up in, but my whole family, we did the private, Catholic, all girls for me, all boys for my brothers, so I went to Mount of Sales, which is in Catonsville. Okay,
1: I know, yeah. some, I know some people from there. Do you, some, from know... out of Sales?
2: Yeah. So, Catonsville is equally my hood as much as Ellicott City because even though I grew up living in Ellicott City, I really spent a lot of time in Catonsville.
1: I like that. I like, I like learning about everybody. I like it. So, where did you end up going for your um, undergrad? Salisbury. Okay. Did you play sports there at all? Did you I
2: do... Yes, I ran track.
1: Okay. What was your track? What was your sport? What uh, did you, like? What'd you do in track?
2: I did the 400 meter, like all the 400 meter stuff. So open four, which is just 400 meters, then 400 meter hurdles. That was my favorite. And then the four by four, which is a relay.
1: True story. I, I, I ran track for like one day. You're going to say a year at least. No, one day. <laughs> <laughs> I went out there, and my the track coach was like, "Yo, you gotta run." And I was like, "Cause I play soccer. I was a soccer dude." Okay, uh, you have to run a lot in soccer. Yeah, but you gotta understand, you don't run really. I played defense. We didn't run. <laughs> <laughs> it was only that when the action came back that I, we weren't like the midfielder people who like ran. Like, yeah, nah, we weren't. That wasn't no. one. So,
2: what did run. you do during your one day of track?
1: I so we so the guy was, so the coach was like, "Come on, you're athletic, dude. We, we need some hurdles." Because you said hurdles? So I did hurdles. I fell. I was like, I'm done. And you're like <laughs> I'm done. I gotta save these legs for soccer. I can't yeah. I, I can't remember. I still, this up.
2: I still remember very vividly a race I did in high school where I fell. My toe got caught on the hurdle and my knee immediately swelled up the size of a grapefruit. Cause I I twisted my knee and then went down. So it can be dangerous. Wow!
1: See, that's what I'm talking about. But they were my
2: favorite. I enjoyed them. Nah,
1: see, I can't be doing that. I can't. I can't be doing that at all. Nah, I I fell and I was like, nope. He was like, come on, like nope. I'm good.
2: You never fell in soccer. Isn't that like the thing? Soccer. Well, that makes sense. I'm on grass. Soccer players fall, and then. <laughs>
1: well, no, no, <laughs> no, no. no that, no, see, that's that. That's that. That's that European soccer. <laughs> <side. laughs> you know, we. Didn't, I didn't flail. man. I just. But I was on grass. So I, I didn't care. You yeah. Know, I was, you know. So that's really dope that you. I ran track. So you went to. So you ran track at at. At Mount
2: Sales and at Salisbury.
1: Salisbury. You know, I went out there for the first time ever two year three years ago for work and i was like this is a dope campus
2: oh to the actual college yeah okay. yeah well it's changed a lot since i was there it's gone through a lot of upgrades yes yeah, it's, it's nice. all the money i spent went to the upgrades that they have now
1: nice <laughs> nice and then what did you major while you're out there
2: exercise science
1: okay did you like that or that because that was that a precursor for everything that you're doing right now do you think yes.
2: so? yes uh sort of so um yeah i mean it definitely is kind of what led me here um I had no idea what I wanted to major in when I was in college. And I, from running track, I had shin splints. Mm. So I was in the athletic training room a lot. And um, I just kind of found myself always wa- asking questions and wondering, like, oh, why are you having them do that? Or what are they in here for? And so I was like, I was interested in that, but I decided to not go the athletic training route because then I probably wouldn't have been able to continue to run as a sport. And I'm not a morning person, so you have to get up at like 4 or 5 a.m. to be in the training room every morning, and then also for our, you know afternoon practices. So anyway, I pulled exercise science out of that because I thought, well, I like gym, I like working out. <laughs> uh, this is probably the closest thing to it. Not really sure what I can do with it, but... Let's start there. So I did, and I ended up getting an internship. Like, we had to have an internship senior year. Um, got an internship at a small family-run gym in the area and ended up getting into personal training that way, and one thing led to the next.
1: Ah, uh, I want to dab a little bit in personal training. I want to dab a little bit into, personal okay. little bit into that. Um, personal training, what do you think – I mean, so – you posted something the other day was kind of interesting. And um, we'll get into a little bit about your background of being a gym owner. We'll, t- okay. t- we'll talk about that. We'll get into that. But um, do you think personal training is for everybody? And do you think once you quit your personal training, you go back to the same? What Like, what stories have you seen where it's successful that, or it's like –
2: Or not successful. Or not successful.
1: Like, what do you – I mean, is there a happy medium, I guess?
2: Well, personal training, Yes. For is for everyone because it's, it should be personalized, right? It should be custom to the individual. So a good trainer will, if you, if you come in and you have say XYZ, these are my goals. This is my current level of fitness. This is where I want to be. They should customize a plan for you. So I would say absolutely personal training is for everyone, um, or can be for everyone. And then as far as like success or not, honestly, it's up to the client. And that is something that I experienced as a personal trainer and then also really more so experienced now as a nutritionist, because my job as a nutritionist is to educate and then it's up to the client to take that information and, and do something with it. Personal training, I think is, at least in my opinion, it was a little bit easier because of a of a job to be successful at because the client you're there with the client and then you tell them what to do and you can, you know, encourage and push them and motivate them. But still in the end, it really is up to the person how hard they want to work.
1: Cause I, I had a personal trainer at numerous gyms in the area. Okay. And you know, I guess it's always up to the person because you're paying for that, but it was always fascinating to deal with certain trainers, certain gyms And they be on their cell phone, and then well, that's just not
2: a good trainer, (laughs) right? Right? You know, they're in a
1: cell phone, or they're like, "I'll be right back," or you know, it was uh, maybe. And then I had another one that wasn't at a gym, but it had a personal smaller gym where I had this. I saw the best benefits that came out. Like okay, like Suzanne, shout out to you if you're listening. Like she kicked my ass. Like I mean, I remember I was like sweat. Like I was like I would lay on the ground was just a pool of sweat, and I was like this is some real ass workout. Yeah. Like, I remember she had me do, and you probably know about this, you put the you put the towel down, put the weight in the towel, and then go it all the way across. Push it, you know, like a
2: sled push. Yo. Yeah.
1: Yo. That's a coming in Jesus moment right there. <laughs> <laughs> you find out about yourself real quick about that. The yeah. results were amazing, though. The results. I mean, I got stronger. Like, I always think back about it, and I'm like, you know, I really wish I could go back to that, because that was a really pivotal part of my life. And it was, I was happy. I was doing this every week. I didn't want it was like fun. Cause I knew I was, I knew the results and I saw the results. So I always, I always like to ask personal trainers or former trainers, uh, what their thoughts on those type of things.
2: Yeah. Well, I think also, well, like I said before, you get out of it, what you put into it. Um, but then it's about consistency too. So, you know, if you do something a couple times, month you're probably not going to see as much success and so again it's up it's up to the individual what they really need like if I always recommend personal training even now I don't do it anymore but I'll recommend it if someone isn't familiar with machines or how to work out in a gym because we're not really taught that like when I don't know about you but like when I had gym class we weren't (laughs) taught how to lift weights we like played games and sports and maybe did a bunch of pushups and sit ups. And that was about it. So <clears throat> I come across way too many people who are intimidated by the gym and either won't go or they'll go and they'll just like walk on the treadmill for an hour. And then like, you don't get that much out of that. So,
1: well, folks, we'll be right back and we'll be talking to this, Jamie, about CrossFit. We'll talk about nutrition and does it really make sense for everybody? Macros and micros. What the hell is that? We're going to talk of all that. We'll be right back. Visit your neighborhood sanctuary and do wellness for a luxurious experience for everybody. Treat yourself and a loved one with a massage, facial, or an entire day of pampering with our deluxe spa day packages that include lunch from the restaurant next door, fire and rice. For more information on booking or purchasing gift cards, visit their website at undowellness.com or call at 443 438 438. They look forward to welcoming you and your loved ones to their beautiful new space at Soha Union, located at 4801 Harper Road, Suite 1. Folks, we are back at the No Bigs Are Dark podcast, and what an exciting day. We're talking about fitness, nutrition, health. You know what? It's going to be a new year. What well, they said, new year, new me. I'm so excited to have Miss Jamie on, on the show. Uh, I'm gonna call her the resident nutritionist for No Picture of Dark Podcast. I just made that up. She didn't even know that. I like it. She, <laughs> <laughs> I like that. So uh, we can we can go with that. But um, I'm, I'm really excited to have her on because I want to get my nutrition in check, and I and that was one of the reasons why I reached out to her because I know I have, you know, two kids, and I want to be I want to be the father who's gonna be around for them, and I want to make sure my health is. You know, try to lay off the catfish, sh- the shrimp and grits. You know what I mean? I mean, God knows I love it, but I got to make sure I got to stay around a little bit longer. But all right, so let's at least again, this is your show. <laughs> Enough about me. When the word CrossFit comes to your mind, <laughs>
2: Okay, we are going to jump right in. We're, we're not.
1: We're not. We're just going straight in. I think of gladiators. I think of some people might say cultish. Some people might say different. Some people say it's in the best thing I've ever done in my life. It's a family. Tell us your relationship with CrossFit because we talked about this.
2: Mm-hmm. So I fell into the latter category. Um, <clears throat> I. So I st- I actually started doing CrossFit because I, as we talked about before, I was an athlete, so I was part of a team. Even though track is an individualized sport, you still have a team there to support you and work out with you and encourage you. Uh, And I missed that. So working as a personal trainer, it's it's funny, a little side note, uh, I've gotten all my adult life, ever since I've been a personal trainer, everyone always says to me, Oh, it must be easy for you because you work in a gym so you must be able to just work out all day long like you, you can always just lift weights so it's easy for you to stay in shape and that is actually quite the opposite because when you work in a gym you're working so working in a gym doesn't necessarily mean you're working out all the time so point in me bringing that up is as a personal trainer i was always trying to f- squeeze in my workout when i could and i was usually working out by myself because it was like those odd hours when everyone else is at work, at their job. So I got into CrossFit because I missed that team community environment, and I needed some someone to push me. And I was tired of like writing my own programming and all of that. And CrossFit solved all of those problems for me. I didn't have to think about anything. I didn't have to write my own programming. I could just show up. Someone would walk me through, tell me what to do for the warm up tell me what we were doing for the workout. Uh, I just got to go balls to the wall if I wanted to. And if I didn't feel like it that day, I could ease off a little bit. And, um, you know, in addition to that, we had every, every gym I ever was a part of. There were always community events, celebrating holidays. We celebrate. There's a very strong connection between military, um, and CrossFit. So we do a lot of what we call hero workouts, which commemorate fallen soldiers, which I think is pretty cool as well. Um, so yeah, so I, I have a good relationship with CrossFit.
1: And you owned a gym.
2: And I owned a gym for just under five years. Um, it was my kind of in between personal training and nutrition startup. I, um, it was it was a really cool experience. I'll never do it again. <laughs> gotcha.
1: So, we had folks, we had to get that out the way, the CrossFit. All, gotta get that away. But now I'm back to the record program. No, 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 I'm joking, CrossFit people. You know I love y'all out there. I had to give you another quick plug. Um, so, micros and macros, um, nutrition. How does one, is there a mentee mentor program? I remember nutrition nutrition class in college, and I really didn't pay attention to it. <laughs> I mean, but like, how does one even start? Where like, where is the book for like nutrition? Like, this is what you should eat. Like, I've known some guy, some people who actually go to the doctor and they get and they get like a sample of their blood and they know what type of food they're mm-hmm. gonna eat. Like,
2: the blood type diet. There's yeah, a name. There's a diet for that. Right. Yeah. And
1: they can know what their body reacts to and what, di- like, again, I don't, this is deep. It's, I'm poor. I can't afford these things. <laughs> but it's okay. You the,
2: don't need it. But
1: you know what I mean? Like, so how, to give us, before we even get into micros and macros, nutrition. Like, how mm-hmm. do we even get there? How do you say, I'm a nutritionist? <laughs> oh, well, that, okay. That's <laughs> a lot.
2: two so, different questions. I know.
1: Of. I know. I threw, I'll put you in the spot. So,
2: uh, I'll start with the, fr- the first part of that. Like how do people, how does everyone learn about nutrition? Well, I will, I will say that it is challenging and the, but the reason that it's challenging is because like you talked about what's called the blood type diet. There's a diet for everything. You know, there's vegan, there's carnivore, there's paleo, there's keto, there's the Atkins diet. There's so many different things. And any person who very strongly believes in any one diet will promote it so hard that it could convince anyone to do it Mm. like i know i have my own belief systems and theories and science and all of the different things that i combine to to be what i practice and preach but there are people out there there are books podcasts what have you that If I didn't know any better, I could very easily read something or listen to something and be convinced to go one way or the other. Mm -hmm. So that's why I think it's very challenging for people to know what to do because they're really the only like very large governing body that can, that actually tells us what to eat that's like a standard thing is the government and it's the USDA food guidelines which I don't recommend you follow. I will say that they have improved over the years. Um, you know, there is a committee that reevaluates and makes changes and they are making changes in the right direction. It's just very slow.
1: Hmm. okay. Okay. So like you I know you went to school for it and whatnot. Like you got further education for it, understanding it. And from that, did you figure out like is that where micros and macros came through or is that something new? Is that a new concept? Or has it always been around?
2: No, so, so I'll explain what those words mean, and then so. it will make a little bit more sense. I think. So, uh, so the funny thing is, macros. Macros is just short for macronutrients. Okay. The term macros has become a very popular kind of faddish thing, even though it doesn't need to be because. So macronutrients, you're, there are three main macronutrients, which are protein, carbohydrates, and fat. All of our food is made up of one category or multiple. So every food item is going to fit into either protein, carbohydrate, fat, or a combination of the three. So that term macronutrient, that's what that means. So you've heard the terms protein, carbs, and fat before, right? So um, we are... Eating macronutrients all day, every day. We just don't think of it in those terms. And most people probably also don't think of it, their food, in terms of, oh, this is my protein, this is my carb, this is my fat. But when you are paying attention to macronutrients or macros for short, you are paying attention to how much protein, carbohydrates, and fat you're eating within that meal or within a day. So, Um, so macros has kind of become like a faddish thing because it's looked at as another diet, right? Mm. There's a diet for everything. Mm. And a lot of people will say it's a diet like, oh yeah, I did the macros thing that really worked for me. Or other people will say, oh yeah, I tried macros. It didn't work. The thing with macros and tracking your macros is what that means. So having a goal of X amount of protein, carbs, and fat, to eat within a given 24 hour time period. The thing with that is that it's impossible for it to not work if you do it right mm. because it's literally just how much food you're eating. There's not really, like, yes, there are some nuances to it in the sense of figuring out how much you need. Like, if right now we were to sit here and you were to ask me, okay, Jamie, how many grams of protein do I need every day? How many grams of carbs? How many grams of fat? All of that adds up to total calories as well. So that's kind of how that fits in as well. Um, I could give you a number and it would be based off of some very specific calculations, but I could not guarantee you that it's going to be the perfect number for you I, and that's why I like to work with people for, I usually recommend a minimum of three months because it's not magic. Like, yeah, there's science behind it that we can start off with and use specific calculations. But I always say nutrition is a science and an art. And the art part of it comes in where every, every human is, individu- is an individual and we have something called bio-individuality. And so the way that you live your life the amount of sleep and the quality of sleep you get. If you're sitting still all day, but talking, because maybe you're running through a bunch of podcasts, um, recording podcasts, or other days, maybe you're sitting in your, I don't know if you do your own editing, probably not. It's a one-man maybe. show. Maybe, you do, you I do, I do, I do, so, um, <laughs> So on a day that you're editing, you're not talking, so you're not expending as many calories on that day, right? And it seems like such a small difference, but every little thing counts. Talking, laughing, walking, exercising, lifting weights, playing with your kids, every little thing makes a difference. So day to day, your body's needs are gonna change a little bit. And so that's where that art form comes in, is uh, what I do is I follow and watch the trends of what's happening with your body, what you're taking in, what you're expending on a day to day basis, and then we look at the trend over time, and then we can make adjustments to those calculations. Was that was that too much? No, 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 <laughs> no.
1: That 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 was that's that's straightforward. It's Thanksgiving, it's Christmas, it's Hanukkah, whatever you may say, whatever you may do, I'm gonna enjoy myself. I'm gonna have some lots of wine. And you know what, because, you know, but again, as a nutritionist, I mean, with your clients, how do you even talk to them about holiday time?
2: I love that question because I consider myself to have a very realistic approach and it's something that I've found that my clients really love about working with me. There are, of course there are, so we talked about personal trainers earlier and how they're personal trainers that are on their phone the whole time versus the ones that kick your ass and leave you in a puddle of sweat. Well, (laughs) there's different nutritionists. Every person is going to have their own theories and ways that they practice and all of that. And every person slash client is going to connect better with different people. So the people who connect well with me tend to be the people who like a little bit of tough love um want to be told what to do but also want to have some flexibility and still enjoy their life i we went out to watch football <laughs> and we had a couple drinks and you had wings and i had french fries and nobody was mad about it actually i got we got, i got a compliment yeah, on it
1: I remember the, the, <laughs> the woman came up and said you're Jack and you're eating hot dog or you eating a sausage and fries. I'm impressed. And I was like, Oh okay. yeah, I
2: was That's, like, Oh, okay.
1: Yeah, okay.
2: <laughs> but yeah, but that was, I mean, that was a true reflection of my lifestyle and what I expect out of my clients. <clears throat> um, if you come to me and you tell me that you want to lose 10 pounds between now and Christmas, I'm going to say, all right, Aaron, like, that could, ma- that could be done, but do you really want to work on that during this time frame? Like, If you're a person that loves to enjoy your holidays and you have maybe certain family recipes that are only made during the holidays or there's extra get-togethers with family or friends, by all means, you should be able to enjoy that. But you need to know that enjoying your holidays and losing 10 pounds probably aren't going to be in line with each other, so maybe we focus more we can still work together but maybe we focus more on what's a more realistic expectation how can you enjoy the apple pie and the wine and the eggnog but not gain 10 pounds so that in when january hits instead of losing 10 pounds you now have 20 pounds to lose
1: and on that folks talking about january that's a little precursor (laughs) we'll be right back the no picks after dark podcast is fueled by zeke's coffee have you tried their coffee yet I'm telling you, there is something different about it. Maybe it's because they roast their beans in a fluid coffee roaster, which provides the most accurate roasting temperatures and made with love. You will just have to check it out for yourself. And try their delicious food while you're at it. Open now for curbside service, carryout, and delivery. And they also do wholesale. Visit Zeke's Coffee at 4719 Harvard Road. Open Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. to 6 p.m. and Sunday, 8 to 5 p.m. Kitchen closes at 3 p.m or visit Zeke'sCoffee.com, and you too can be fueled by Zeke's.
0: This portion of the episode is sponsored by Found Studio Shop. Looking for unique gifts curated by an artist? Shop online at FoundStudioShop.com and explore a delightful selection of gifts for the holidays. Handmade jewelry, ceramics, cards, and more. Or pamper yourself for your loved ones with candles, gift boxes, and locally made bath and body products, all of this and more is available for your shipping or local pickup at 4337 Hartford Road in Northeast Baltimore. Browse whenever the mood strikes at foundstudioshop.com or come in for an in person browsing.
1: The New Picks After Dark podcast is proudly sponsored by Maggie's Farm. Located at 4341 Hartford Road, Maggie's Farm offers a unique dining experience with delicious handcrafted cocktails and mouth awarding cuisine. From falafel to scallops and everyone's favorite, honey sriracha cauliflower wings. Open for dinner from 4 p.m. until 10 p.m. Wednesday through Saturday. And serving brunch Saturday, 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. and Sunday from 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. With delectable chicken and waffles, shrimp and grits, biscuits and gravy and more. Check out Maggie's Farm on Instagram and Facebook for daily and weekly food specials as well. Folks, we are back with Ms. the nutritionist, Miss Jamie. I mean, she's breaking down some uh, some really good, valuable things about life and food. And <clears throat> we're offline. Let's talk about your nutrition plan. And I've looked over it. I think I'm going to jump on this. I want to put my money where my mouth is, yeah. and I really, I really want to get my nutrition back in order. And let's talk about it. let's talk about this plan then where did this plan come from? Let's talk about the name of the plan and where did it come from?
2: So what you're talking about is my 90 day shreds program. Okay. So that's what it's called.
1: 90 day shreds. 90
2: day shreds. So I do work one-on-one with clients all year long, but three times a year I put out 90 day shreds. So it's 90 days long. And then shreds is actually an acronym. So, A lot of people want to get shredded, Uh, so that's kind of part of where that comes from. The goal of the program or the type of person that I attract to that program is someone who already works out on a regular basis or at least is ready to get into working out on a regular basis, and then they just want to add in the nutrition piece because you can work out every day for two hours a day, and still not see a whole lot of change in your body if you don't make a change to your nutrition. So that's where the nutrition piece comes in. The acronym Shreds stands for sleep, hunger, recovery, energy, digestion, and stress. Mm. So I believe that there is a whole, not I believe, there is a whole lot more to nutrition than just food nutrition coaching than just food because there's so many other things that tie into why you why a person makes the food choices that they do you're maybe you haven't been sleeping well or you've been super stressed out or you've been working out extra hard and so you start eating a lot more because of maybe any of those things so just there's a lot of ways that are are additional our other lifestyle factors play a role into our nutrition so in 90 day shreds we go over all of that um and well you asked how how i kind of started this program so i've been i've been doing nutrition coaching for six years now as kind of well my primary thing being nutrition has been like the last 3 years but i've incorporated in with the crossfit coaching and stuff earlier in in the like 2015 um and so i've worked with a lot of people over that time and have figured out who's more the type of person that i want to work with versus who i don't really want to work with and who i do want to work with is people that can relate more to me because I think that makes sense for the client. So, uh, I came up with the term, the everyday athlete. I mean, I probably didn't make that up, but you know, as far as like who my niche is, is my, is the everyday athlete. So maybe it's someone like me who played a sport in college and doesn't play a sport anymore, but still likes to work out and wants to look like they work out. Maybe you didn't play a sport in college, but you got into the gym and you, you know, like working out now, or um, you like going to do spin classes or running marathons or whatever it is. Um, and so again, you've they've got that nutrition or the fitness piece down. They just need a little help with the nutrition side.
1: I like one one of the things you had on there was stress. Stress. Yeah, that is so one. important. Um, do you have a lot of clients who come with high stress levels? Absolutely. And this, and do you also help out as a bonus or as like, you know, Hey, I'm, I'm working out. I'm, do you recommend like what, what weights alien lab nature during this 90 day shred or it's just, you're strictly on nutrition side of things?
2: Well, so we definitely talk about exercise cause that's the E in shreds. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't. Do specific exercise programming for each individual, but I will answer questions about that. So um, I can't give anyone, like, tell anyone how much weight they should be using because I'm not there with you in the gym. So I actually, like, I think I have a, a pretty good eye from being in the fitness industry for like 15 years. I have a pretty good eye for when I watch people, I can. I can say, oh, that weight's too light or, oh, that weight's too heavy. You could go up. But without ever seeing anyone work out, I wouldn't be able to tell you that. But I can give you guidance. Like, for example, uh, if you can do 15 reps of something and it feels easy and you feel like you still could have done five or more reps, then you should go up and wait. So just kind of an example like
1: that. So folks, I'm gonna do this shred. Okay, I'm gonna do the shreds. All right. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna I'm gonna record stand. Now this. you're
2: gonna yep, now you're gonna be held to it.
1: Paul, you hear me back there. I know Paul's back there. And what we're gonna do is I'm gonna we're gonna we're gonna do a journey, okay? We're gonna do a journey. We're gonna do some recording here. And what I would like to do is go to a gym with you.
2: Okay,
1: done. And because I have weights at home, but you show me what's what weights, because it's been a while. COVID COVID had me off the gym. But I would love to. So when I start my shreds, I know I'm doing everything the program correctly. I got you. Now with with COVID, how did that program affect your customers or clients? Was there an increase of clients coming in? Was there a decrease of clients? How did COVID affect you this past year and a half?
2: I actually did very well over the last year and a half. Uh, probably the best my business has ever done. But... I don't necessarily, I don't know that I would relate that to COVID for other people. Uh, I think it's more just a personal thing where I finally was 100% focused on one thing um, because anyone else who's listening that is or was a personal trainer will know that you don't make a full-time income or it's very hard to make a a good living off of just doing personal training. So all my life, I've always been had my hands in a lot of different things all fitness related but um this was the first time uh probably so 2020 was a weird year for me and I didn't really work a lot but that was a personal choice. But the beginning of 2021, so this year, was amazing. Uh, I was 100% focused. I partnered with a local gym here in Baltimore called Grind Baltimore. Little, little plug for Grind. Yeah, you
1: gave me, you gave me a shout out. I, I need a, <laughs> hey, I Grind, I need that sponsorship. What's up?
2: <laughs> um. So they're a really cool gym in the Inner Harbor. And I partnered with them as their nutritionist. So they're, uh, they're... Tagline is specialized fitness and nutrition. So, when I heard about them, I was like, Hey, so you have this tagline, specialized nutrition. Do you have anyone doing nutrition for you right now? And they didn't. So, in I came, and it's been an amazing partnership for me because it really helped me kick off. Like I said, my niche is working with the everyday athlete, and that's who's there. So, I love it.
1: I love, yeah. it. I love, it. I love it. I love it. So, how can we sign up for this? How can we sign up for the program? What are some testimonials that you've gotten from people? Let's, let's, let's talk about that.
2: Okay. So uh, this coming January is when the next round will start. You know, everyone's going to have those New Year's resolutions going. Mm-hmm. Um, but so we'll get started officially like the first or second week in January. Um, and I, so I Pretty much run all my business uh as far as like marketing and things go through Instagram. So I'll be sharing some links on Instagram as to how to sign up. Um I don't just accept anyone into this program. I make sure that everyone is qualified. Um because we talked earlier about especially with CrossFit and, and things how people like to be a part of a community. Well, that's what this is. It's 90 days. So we're together for three months mm. and it's it's not a really long time in the scheme of life, but it's kind of a long time when it comes to like working with someone consistently. And so I like to make sure that everyone in that community is going to be a good fit so that, uh, because it's, I mean, I've had people join who are like, oh, I don't really I'm not really on, you know, social media a lot. I don't want to be part of the group, but I want to do the work and that's fine too. But I do like to encourage the community engagement so that it's not just me supporting everyone. Because I do think that even though people pay me, they look up to me, they, you know, respect what I have to say, they probably get tired of hearing me say, or hearing me talk all the time. So I think that it, it says a lot when your peers can also be there. Other people who are going through the same struggles that you're going through can be there to support you.
1: In January, it will start. You'll start seeing some things in November and December. Mm-hmm. And um, we're like, I mean, is it just you sign up online? Is it, uh, is it, is it uh, um, a... <laughs> How do we go about paying it, purchasing it? How's that? How work? does it start off? Yeah.
2: So it's it is all virtual. It's a so I run my entire business virtually. Um and every so well, okay, so the signup process. So there's an application process that you would go through. So um I'll have a link on my Instagram and my bio. There will be an application that you fill out. So answering some questions about your life's current lifestyle, workout habits, eating habits, et cetera. And then if I think that from, or well, from reading that through that application, if I think that it seems like you're, you're a good fit, then we'll move on from there. Um, And if for some reason, I don't think you're a good fit for the program, then I might recommend working one-on-one with me or potentially even working with another colleague of mine. If I just you know, maybe it doesn't fit along with the athlete part of things or what have you. Um, once someone actually signs up, um, so we, well, you asked about payment. So, um, so there's obviously you could pay up front, but I will ha- offer uh, uh, a ha- like a half split payment plan. So pay half up front and then another half later. Um, but all payments will be taken, will need to be taken before the program actually begins. And then something that I have found to be really successful with this program because of it being a a big group community, there still needs to be some personal touch. And that is something that was always really hard for me with going from one-on-one to group programs is I don't like losing that personal touch with my clients. So I do what I call an onboarding call so before the program actually kicks off as the group as a whole, we I do onboarding calls with every individual. So I spend about 30 minutes with every person who is signed up and I go over their goals in detail with them because you've probably heard the acronym SMART, mm-hmm. like SMART goals. Yes, goals. Um so specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, timely. So I'm like, "All right, you're with me for 90 days. What are your goals?" And if you're like, I want to lose weight i'm like okay why do you want to lose weight how is that actually going to change your life are you what's going to be different about you or your life or how your life operates how is it going to make you a better person if you lose say 10 pounds is your goal right so i like to really dive deep and help people discover what their why is why they actually want to make this change you mentioned your why earlier for your kids so that you can...
1: Well, I, I, and cholesterol. That's one of them. And okay. cholesterol. Okay. I, I need to get the cholesterol level because then the stress level goes down. So, <clears throat> my, so that's another thing. Blood pressure, things of that nature. Okay. So that, Those are very important as well. So that's where I mean, am I, am I, am I doing application right now? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm <laughs> like looking for application. Or just like the, <laughs> the start of it. We'll go into more detail later.
2: Um, but yeah, so then I go over all of that with everyone so that they feel like I really know what they want to get out of this. And then, so I do know what they want to get out of it. And then we talked about macros earlier. So the there's two main kind of there's, well, there's the base of this program. I always say is tracking macros. The shreds piece comes in the, um, Sleep, (laughs) had a little brain fart there. Um, Sleep, hunger, recovery, energy, digestion, stress. That's something we talk about. So every week we do weekly calls, weekly Mm. group calls. So every week I cover one of those topics. So I basically give like an educational lesson on that topic Mm. and it's through a live Zoom call. So everyone, as long as you're on the call with me, will have an opportunity to ask me questions live as well about that topic. So each week we have a different focus, but along the way, the basis is tracking macros. So on that onboarding call, I also go over and make sure everyone understands what is a macro. What does that mean for you? And I come up with a macro progression. Mm. So over the 90 days, how much food... Are you going to need to eat? And what does that, trans what is that transition going to look like over the 90 days?
1: The million dollar question. I know people are like, can I drink one night? Is it booze free 90 days? No. Okay.
2: So remember how I mentioned earlier that I think I'm a pretty realistic person when it comes to this stuff? I do. I never ask anyone to cut out a food group or alcohol entirely unless I think they need to for their health. If there are certain health reasons, like you mentioned, cholesterol, blood pressure, if it's diabetes, if it's gluten sensitivity, whatever it might be, outside of health reasons, I will never make anyone cut anything out. I will just make sure that you understand <laughs> how those certain foods or alcohol are affecting your body so when it comes to alcohol i'm gonna throw this in real quick because it's a little golden nugget that a lot of people don't know um most people look at alcohol when they're worried about calories and gaining weight from drinking as what's the lowest calorie alcoholic beverage i can find
1: Are those White Claws?
2: White Claws are one of them, for (laughs) sure. Or like a light beer, like a Michelob Michelob Ultra. What about about tequila? Tequila, yes.
1: Okay, I see (laughs) (laughs) y'all.
2: So so a lot of people look for a lower calorie alcohol, or a lot of times I hear more than calorie, I hear low carb. Mm -hmm. The problem is that it doesn't matter how many grams of carbohydrates your alcohol has – or alcohol is only going to be, the calories in alcohol are only going to get to a so low of a point before it's not alcohol anymore. Because alcohol has seven calories per gram. Kind of pointless information to know because no alcohol label, White Claws do have a nutrition fact panel, but they don't say how many grams of alcohol are in it. But the way that, I could explain this to make it make sense for people is you are familiar with the abv the alcohol by volume right mm-hmm. so it's going to be like five percent if it's a white claw maybe eleven percent if it's a glass of wine um 40 to 60 percent if it's liquor the higher the alcohol percentage the more calories it's going to have automatically regardless of if it has sugar or carbs or what have you in it so alcohol To answer your question again, yes, you can drink alcohol, but know that no matter what you're drinking, it has calories. So you have to then work it into your macros.
1: And how can we look at you on social media, email you, get in contact because we want to get part of this program.
2: Absolutely. So on Instagram, it's my name, Jamie underscore Reisinger. Do I need to spell it out? Okay. (laughs) J-A-M-I-E underscore R-E-I-S-I-N-G-E-R. And, um, same thing on Facebook. Uh, and then my email is, so my company name is Risinger Performance Nutrition, RPN for short. So my email is Jamie at RPNutrition.net.
1: Folks, she dropped jewels, gems. We got applications. We got fill out. (laughs) We got a lot of stuff going on, but I really appreciate this because, you know, back when it's, when it's like. You know, it's just coming out during the holidays, and we everybody wants to get slim for the summertime, and you know that nine day shred is what's all about. That's January, February, March. You ready to come out April, and May, looking real, real tight out there. So, you know, it's gonna be dad by center for dad, dad by by center for me. So, we're gonna work on that. <laughs> but uh, anything else you want to say before we roll out?
2: No, just I really appreciate you bringing me on the show today. I had a lot of fun and. Yeah, can't wait for the episode to come out.
1: Hey, folks, you heard it here first. Love, peace, and happiness. We're out. No Picks After Dark podcast is proudly sponsored by OpenWorks Baltimore. OpenWorks is Baltimore's largest maker space, offering access to tools ranging from 3D printers to welders and training in how to use them. OpenWorks also offers affordable studio space, a coffee shop, and fun and free events throughout the year. But OpenWorks is more than a public workshop. It's a community of creative professionals, students, seniors, entrepreneurs, and makers of all kinds. Check out the website at www.openworksbmore.org or Instagram at open for class schedules, membership options, and more. The No Picks After Dark Podcast is proudly partnered with Remix Bar & Grill. Located at 819 East Pratt Street, just north of Harbor East, Remix is a sports bar offering a sole food menu. With over 20 TVs, pool tables, outdoor patio seating, and private rooms, Remix is set up to be your premier downtown destination to watch all your favorite sporting events. Open from 11 a.m. until 11 p.m. Monday through Thursday, 11 a.m. to 12 a.m. Friday and Saturday, and 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. Sunday. Check out Remix Bar and Grill on Instagram and Facebook under at ry Baltimore for daily, happy hour specials, and weekly events. Remix Baltimore.